You're listening to Mile High Insiders with Nick Kendall and Luke Patterson. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Now, it's time to find out what's going on behind the walls of UC Health Training Center. Boom. Live, green light. We're going to let it go for one, two, and three. And we are off and we are rolling. What's going on, Denver, Colorado, Broncos country? It's Saturday night. This is Luke Patterson, Mile High Insiders, and I'm joined by a very, very special guest tonight. You know him. You love him. He's usually on the ones and twos, and you can find him on the Huddle Up podcast as a co-host lately. Jeez, I mean... Zach, Chad, taking all this time off. I wish I could do that. Um, his name is John, John KMHH on Twitter. If you want to follow him, John to my left. What's going on, John? Welcome back to MHI, your favorite show. I'll just go ahead and say that right now. Uh, tons of people are pumped that you're co-hosting. I know I am. Something we've been looking forward to for a couple of weeks now, man. Yeah, I'm very excited to be here. It's been uh, hot for sure in Colorado. I know you've been doing some some stuff. We can talk about that a little bit, but it's 94 degrees, man. It is hot in Colorado. Uh, at least where I'm at, so I don't know what you've been doing, but it's been uh it's been hot out there, but at the same time, I love it. I'm enjoying loving my Colorado life. We we are coming so cl- close to camp. So excited for that personally. So, I I'm very excited and want to say uh hello to you guys like uh, Cobra Commander over in Germany. Really appreciate you coming out. I know uh, you have a lot going on, and we really appreciate your service. Uh, let's see who else we got in here. Um, we got Dylan Von Arx, one of our great um, uh, moderators. Really appreciate it, Dylan. Uh, who else do we have as well? Um, Shane. One. I see Shane in the house. What's up, Dave Glassman? Dave from Georgia. Stoked to see John in the house. Mike S., what's mm-hmm. going on? Mike Givens. Um, man, we got lots of folks up in here. D Lobo, I see you from Colorado Springs. Cobra Commander, my guy. Dave Glisman, what's going on? Um, man, D Lobo, 75 in Colorado Springs. That sounds nice, right? It's so weird in Colorado, right? And, and that's a, that's a nice transition real quick. When you start thinking about people um, and, and athletes when they want to come to the Broncos and Peyton Manning, I, I think of Peyton Manning right away, John. And the reason being, he likes the weather here so much that he still lives here. And uh, when you're a quarterback that played in a dome your whole life and then you're transitioning over to the Sunshine State of Colorado, it's fun, man. And of course, we got Salt Lake City in the house. I see a JD, um, Mr. Powell. How's it going? It'll be even hotter at Mile High Stadium this fall. That's right, man. Training camp set to kick off here in a couple of weeks. Denver Gator, I know he's excited. The bearded studded lineup. I love you guys. Huge fan. Let's go. Go Broncos. And speaking of go Broncos, John, that training camp starts here in a couple of weeks. Just got my official email from the team. I can't wait to get out there. I know you're going to be out there as well. Yes. Um, So here's the thing, guys. I was out doing some yard work today, hauling some rock and sweating and cursing and being grouchy and an old man. And, John, I couldn't help but think of the dog days of summer and football and what that means, right? Sweat hitting the green grass, uh, you know, the fresh, cold taste of water under that hot, scorching sun and training camp two weeks two weeks away, man. And that's going to be happening at UC Health Training Center, Dove Valley, Broncos kicking things off. I can't wait Football is back, John. Thank God football is back. We don't have to wait much longer. 
Yeah, I, I can't wait to actually get into camp, you know, just even on the fan side. Um, I know there's going to be everyone trying to get in there. I think at 730, you can start parking by that time, you know, 830 when even the, the parking, they, you know, is, is we're about to get in. I think it will be filled up. People will be in line before you have a chance to get, you know, before you even park, you know, before it would go. So I'm looking forward to going on the, to camp on the 28th. A little disappointed. I can't bring my camera. Because it's too thick, the the lenses you have to be the lens have to be credit card thick length because they don't want you taking pictures of certain things. So I find that yeah. to be uh, some some kind of funny, different kind of things that really just make uh, camp uh, fun. But you know, at the same time, I understand you know we can't be taking videos and and things like that. Uh, that that's, you know in that's, the past we used to have the access to maybe. Yeah, that's the true like producer and like angler of you right there talking right there. My camera lens. I've never had a problem with that or even thought about that because most of my videos are crap that I throw out there on Twitter anyway. But I will be out there. And you know what? Here's a little secret for you folks that Denver media won't tell you, but I'm going to tell you right now. The Hill is where it's at. You will find me over at the Hill as well. I'll be working. Um, let's talk after practice because I love taking notes and, and yeah. I love rapping with folks, but it's got to be after practice and and I'll see you there. But here's the thing. The Hill is where the best view of the entire team is. It really is. When you see the media all dashed out to the side next to UC Health Training Center, they're just kind of yucking it up in the shade. Now, it's got shade and that is nice when it's 90 some degrees out here. It can't be 75 in Colorado Springs um it's going to be the 90s it's going to be the dog days of broncos training camp but like our friend said it's going to get hot and it's going to get real hot because this team has a lot of talent john Mm -hmm. and one of the first things that i want to see outside of the quarterback competition is how our rookies perform right i think george payton has gotten a lot of praise he's received a lot of criticism at the same time for how this draft has recently went And we are going to go ahead and start rocking with three rookies that you and I have each selected uh, to make an immediate impact on the 2021 season. But before we get there, this is MHI. He is John. I am Luke. Mile High Insiders. Get at us at MHI underscore pod on Twitter. You can get at John at John KMHH. I'm at Luke Patterson LP. If you want to get over to the mothership, please do. That's where you can find all of our best work on Twitter at Mile High Huddle. Everything from written and video content to live stream podcasts and everything in between. We've got a book club. We've got morning shows. We've got afternoon shows, midday shows. Mile High Huddle is there for you. And just type in milehighhuddle.com on your browser. Join us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash mile high huddle up pod. Be sure to always get us where you get your favorite podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, any of those convenient places or apps you can find at huddle up pod, which will, of course, bring up all of our other shows, building the Broncos, the Dove Valley Deep Divers and the mothership huddle up pods. So, John, here we go. Um <laughs> Let's subscribe, like, and share if you're joining us on on, on YouTube as well. And uh, let's get into it real quick because yeah. the chat is going. And Gary Leeds Palmer, how are you, man? It's good to see you. Mike, it. got to you a second ago. Dave from Georgia uh, saying take a hot, hot shower, dry off, and put your clothes on. That's what it's like here in Georgia. Um, mm. Yeah, it's hot. It's absolutely hot, Dave. I hear you. I see you rocking your mile-high huddle gear. Thanks. 
thanks for the support. It means a lot. And uh, John, where can they find that huddle up gear? I know we can throw that up real quick. Yeah, you can find that gear on, on head on over to huddleuppod.com. Get your merch on. I know there's been some controversy. Swag, swag. I'm just going to say merch. <laughs> love my hat. Love my, all that stuff. It'll that's be Chad, super, super that's comfortable. Chad. Jensen talking like a gangster, you know, with his get your swag on, and you know he's. So I'm I'm out of that discussion. I'm just gonna say merch. I feel like that's just the simple <laughs> way of going at it. That's how we're gear. gonna tackle. Yeah, I want to be You know what? It's like Ice Cube, right? Because I love Ice Cube and oh, Straight Out of Compton, right? One of my favorite movies. But I can't stand that they loved the Raiders. You know, being in L.A. Mm-hmm. and it was the L.A. Raiders and everything, and they're like, "Yo, Cube." What does a guy, you know, from South Central do when he gets a little bit of money and he's mad, right? Because he's not making any money with Jerry Heller and all that stuff. And he's like, buy Raider gear and curl activator. (laughs) And I always think of the Raider gear part when we're doing the merch. And I'm like, none of that Raider gear. But get on over to the Huddle Up Pod. And, John, you're getting all kinds of love. Peter Middleton saying, what's up? It's good to have John in the house. Jewel the Fool is in here as well. And here we go, John. Let's let's kick it off. Pat Sertan, cornerback okay. from yeah, University of Alabama, a player that George Payton and his staff did not specifically scout. They did not meet with him. They were told, stay away from this guy. We don't want any of the teams thinking we're going to take our number one guy off of the board. That's not me saying number one, bo- number one guy. That's George Payton, John. That's straight from the horse's mouth. Pat Sertan, he's in the Mile High City cornerback how do you feel now that we're at training camp because we're past rookie mini camp we're past the otas here's where the big dogs eat and here's where the big dogs play and it starts in the dog days of july for pat sertan yeah at, pre- at first i was not too happy with the pat sertan pick uh but i've definitely warmed up to it especially since i've learned more that this was a uh, really involved pick where Peyton uh, thought this through. They had a plan of attack to make maybe fans like myself or or other people that are more insiders like like yourself uh, to think a little bit more uh, about other players, thinking about other positions. Because corner to me at that point did not seem like an opportunity uh, and a player. The more I think about it, the more I love Sertan and what he brings. I know for personally being in the AFC West, man, if he can cover – those tight ends, which I think is something is a big reason why you're a fan of the pick. If I'm, if I'm correct, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, no, he, well, and that's a surprise thing, John, I've loved pastor tan since day one. And um, you can go back and at me, bro, on Twitter, all those things, man, I throw my stuff out there. I'm wrong. Sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I hope I'm right about pastor tan, man. I really do. Uh, this is a guy that was not flagged in 2019 or 2020, if I'm correct. Um, you know, he, he's a physical defender, but to cover the tight end, that was something I never even thought of with Pat Sertan. And that idea and that notion is being, um, implemented at practice coaches are talking about it Vic Fangio himself is suggesting that maybe we have Pat Sertan out there covering some tight ends you, my mind automatically shifts to Travis Kels if I'm supposed to call him Kels right Correct. Travis Correct. Kelsey I know he, oh man what a firestorm anything the Kansas City Chiefs can do to get attention they will do including the mispronunciation of uh Travis Kelsey or whatever <laughs> but here's the thing man Pat Sertan can he cover tight ends? I'm sure he can. He's a very physical defender, um, but he's versatile. And I think that gives Vic Fangio a lot of 
ideas. Uh, it gives him some ability to be creative with Ed the Don and Ed Donatel as the defensive coordinator. So it excites me, John. It really does. Um, I like him on the perimeter after the one-year rentals are gone, but can he be used in a, a sub package or or another defensive front? I think so, and, and I'm excited to see how they use him. Yeah, I think this year you're going to see him plenty. And when it's when we're talking about impact players, this is the impact player. Um, you're going to see him all over the field. I don't know exactly how the Broncos are going to use him, uh, but that is why they took him is because you know the Broncos are able to come up with so many different coverages and different schemes that haven't been really uh, used yet and that's one of the reasons why Vic Fangio was hired to be the head coach is because he can use these schemes differently and now have the front four uh, the four whoever is you know if it's three edge rushers whoever it may be rushing the, the quarterback if they can get there now without having to worry about coverage in the backfield back seven that's fantastic. Well, and I think what it does is it indicates George Payton is staying true to who he is. And that's a scout, John. This is a man that has come up through the scouting ranks to become a, a GM. Something that has happened in the past when I think of Ozzie Newsome, um, the guy is just like the godfather of scouting. You know, he's one of the godfathers of scouting to me. And uh, the guy's still on the road, believe it or not. I remember two years ago down in Tampa at the Shrine Bowl, I look over my shoulder, there's Ozzie Newsome. And uh, the guy I was sitting with at the time goes, the guy just can't get away. He can't get away from scouting. And that's who George Payton is too. Whether George Payton is going to deliver and hit on players like Ozzie Newsome did, only time will tell. But when his instincts are to go with Pat Sertan at corner, I think that's something that uh, Broncos country should at least be excited about. Now, I hear you with Justin Fields. I hear you, right? When you don't have a quarterback and you have an option to get a quarterback and the team doesn't get the quarterback that's sitting there and Justin Fields and it goes all the way to the Chicago Bears where we hope he doesn't have an absolute uh, you know, garbage, trash, first two seasons under or Nagy. It's just one of those things for me where I can go there with both arguments because I'm excited about Pastor Tan, but I didn't. I wasn't high on Justin Fields. Who, by the way, John? Did you see the the social media with that rainbow visor today? They're yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah, right. I'm sure the huddle, the huddle uh, chat line will will have my back well, on this. And yes. maybe you guys have seen it on Twitter. So um, it was like Justin Fields out there, like spinning a ball. I don't know if he was doing promotional video work or if he was actually throwing or practicing or what. Mm -hmm. um, I assume the video was taken later on because guys are vacationing right now for the most yeah. part, not at the facility. However, it looked pretty sick, right? I'm not a bears fan and don't like the color scheme. They're trying mm -hmm. to steal our stuff, even though our stuff's better. However, he's got that rainbow, right? It's like the rainbow visor and he, it looks pretty sick. If I'm going to be honest. And these uniforms, they can make them look pretty cool when they want to, like if they're not, if they, you know, get a little bit off from tradition, they can look pretty cool. So I wanted to get Cobra commander here. Real quick. Yeah. Let's real get quick. it going. Um, so what if Sertan doesn't cover Kels um, or does a poor <laughs> job? Will he be considered a failure? Um, I think you're going to immediately get the folks that want to jump down Pat Sertan's throat because Justin Fields was there and he's going to get beat folks. I saw on social media today, some guy out there say yapping and flopping his gums about champ Bailey, champ Bailey getting torched. Look, champ Bailey might've gotten beat. Um, but the guy's a hall of famer. What defensive back isn't going to get beat? What wide receiver isn't going to get shut down? It's going to happen, man. That's these guys are the best of what they do. So, 
Will Pat Sertan get beat by Travis Kelsey or Kels, however you want to go? Uh, yes, he will get beat. Do I think that he can compete with him? Yeah. I, I do. I don't think that as a rookie, uh, we should set some drastic expectations for him to compete with a Super Bowl champion and all pro and pro bowler and whatever Hall of Fame, right? He's on the way to a Hall of Fame career, Travis Kelsey, no doubt. Um, so you're going to see that matchup. The first reaction, John, of Broncos country, at least half of them, will be to flinch. And that's understandable. I get it. But let's not over-under-react. The Broncos have not been able to cover tight ends in years. It's been five, six years. It's like that meme with the Titanic, right? It's been 84 years. It's been 84 years since the Broncos have covered a tight end. Heck, it's been you know 84 years since the Broncos have had a tight end that can actually get going, it feels like. And we got Noah Fant. We got Albert O. I get it. But here's the thing, man. That matchup's going to happen. Pat Sertan's going to get beat. However, I think Pat Sertan's going to make some impressive plays. I think you're going to see at least a fourth fumble, multiple interceptions, and some tackling that is very supreme. Um, not always the top 10 on SportsCenter, but something to be excited about. Yeah, I'm very excited what he can do with the tight ends. I think, he, like you were saying, I just, I'm going to agree with all that. And I want to get to another super chat we got here real quickly in Excellent the shop question. with Willie. $2. Just want to say, my dudes, right. I can't listen till later. Just showing some love. Really appreciate that, Willie. I know we talk all hey, the buddy. time Thank uh, you. about different things, and I just really appreciate it and uh, enjoyed speaking with you about you know, football things and things outside of football, You know, your cars and everything. So just want to say thank you, Willie. Really appreciate that. As well as we got Muhammad Badri, the king Mo. of the two. The king of the super sticker, our male model for MHH, whatever you want to call him. He is the best. We got Mo in here saying the beast and the smooth killer in the house, giving us some Broncos, uh, orange and blue hearts. Really appreciate that. It's been a while since I've been able to speak with you kind of in person. So just want to say thank you for everything you've uh, done with us. And it's been fantastic getting to know you. So uh, keep yeah, you know, keep reaching out to us, especially, you know, on Twitter. We can get any questions yeah. you want. And I uh, really appreciate that, Mo. Yeah, Mo, what's up, man? I know it's been a minute. I hope you and baby Malik and the missus are all doing well, you and your family. I hope you're enjoying summer. Um, I know that's always fun, especially with little ones running around because you get water grass all kinds of stuff and it's it's a blast man it's an absolute blast so hopefully you and your family are doing well these dog days of summer are kind of weird john because like mm. you know we're still working but we're also trying to vacation with our families and stuff too but work's never done at mhh which is why we have 24 7 coverage we got guys uh multiple guys working from across the the seas the oceans the pond if you will yeah. riding while we are sleeping uh we've got young ladies working out in california covering multiple teams on our squad and we've got a whole host of gentlemen throughout the united states uh where you can get your broncos coverage at milehighhuddle.com on twitter at milehighhuddle peter middleton in the house john saying 7 a.m here in cambodia what's up with that broncos for breakfast Here's what's up with it. MHI takeover in Cambodia. <laughs> Broncos for breakfast. I had to get those guys out of here. John and I are rocking with you for the next, what, 50 minutes or so. Yeah. Shout out, Peter. And I want to let let us know, man. Peter, how did you feel about the Pat Sertan pick? I hear you with Justin Fields. That that argument is there, but I'm talking strictly Pat Sertan because what's done is done, John. I feel like, you know, stepbrothers, right? What's done is done, Dad. Are you going <laughs> to invest or not? Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of one of those things, man. So away we go. 
I see you, John. Uh, John Egger in the house. How are you, buddy? Hope you're doing well. Clifton Harris, Dave Glassman. Uh, I love Peyton's mind games, John Peyton. Of course, he fooled most of us, but not you, Luke. Not you. I I just have to say that when you were talking about Sertan earlier, before everyone else, you were a little bit more high on him than uh, most people, especially in Colorado and the people I spoke yeah, with. So I just want to just want to make guess- sure that. Don't gas me up too much, man. This big head doesn't need to get any bigger. Um, it's one of the things about that man is I was surprised about the pick. I wanted him. He was my guy. But just because he was my guy doesn't mean that the Broncos are going to select him. That's the thing. And I feel like it's my responsibility to always distinguish that, dude. At one point, I was wondering if they were wanting Mac Jones, John. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like not because he was my guy, but because I'm just, I had no idea. Cliss is still oh, yeah. mentioning it. Uh, whenever he's throwing those things out there, my ears always perk up. You know, Mike is, uh, I wish I could call him a friend. He's a dear acquaintance right now. Hopefully friend one day. Uh, but oh, this gal coming in here. Good evening, gentlemen. The missus coming in, John. I know she was pumped to get you on here. Um, just like I was man. And this is MHI. He is John K. You can get at John at John K M H H on Twitter. I'm Luke Patterson at Luke Patterson LP and Broncos country. Shout out to my lovely bride. I don't know how many of your wives would help you guys haul what three tons of rock, two to three inch river rocks today, man. Shout out to shout out to her on MHI, man. Cause working not hard. Only I mean, up with me. She's yeah, she's an awesome mother, and then she's hauling rock, doing you know stuff that most guys would do on their own. And uh, yeah, man. So shout out and, and huge support from from the whole MHH gang. Kane Dawson, right. how are you, buddy? I see you in the chats. Good to see you, Clifton Harris, Manny Wise. Definitely. What's going on? I see let's, you. Let's get Nosh here real quick, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nineteen ninety nine super. Hey, brothers, uh, which Nosh. veteran starter, starter or starters do you feel are at greatest risk to lose their spot to a rookie or younger player? Mm. Okay, so I could be giving one of mine away when I'm think I'm trying to think about this. Okay, we can go through. That's a great. Leave this up for a minute, Naj. How yeah. are you? First of all, thank you so much for the yes. support. That is so generous of you. Uh, I hope you and your beautiful family there in your picture are having a a great start or middle partway through your summer at least. Uh, keep enjoying that family and keep it tuned to MHI because we appreciate your support. It allows us to do what we do, which is bring you uh, Broncos coverage 24-7. It's uh, our passion, but it's also our responsibility to bring fair and accurate coverage. So, Naj, thank you for the support. Um, here we go, John. All right. Veteran players or starters greatest at risk to lose their spot to a rookie player or younger. Do you have one in mind off the bat? Because I've got a couple I'm wondering I have about. one in mind, but I also feel like it's going to be on this list as well All right, let's um, hit so it. so here we go this is the one i think that you have in mind gordon to pookie williams or javante williams as he's known uh by many people For i sure. see that being the, the the most obvious one it's just it's just there for me uh as a as a player who could lose their spot to a rookie uh that that's yeah. you know gordon you you ride him really hard this year ride him hard and then let they, let um, Pookie Williams take over. So I'll let you talk a little bit more about him. Yeah, no, man. I, 
I want to get to the point where I can be cool with Javante Williams and ask him one day, can I call you Pookie? Like I'm one of your, your friends, one of your family members. Cause that's just so cool. Right. We got a running yeah. back who used to be a linebacker who was mean as hell. John, he is mean. My guy, Troy rank is always saying he runs with evil intentions and he does. He runs like a straight up linebacker that is looking to mow other linebackers and defensive backs. Heck he takes defensive linemen on at times he gets low. He keeps those tree trunks of legs rolling and you know tree trunks of legs the saquon barkley social media stuff dude Mm -hmm. absolutely rich gold the internet it's you know the worst common denominator but every once in a while it leaks out some some real gold and you've got to hit that yeah melvin gordon javante williams man javante is coming for the starting job javante feels like he has got to vindicate george payton and this coaching staff for moving up to go draft a running back in the second round from the University of North Carolina. The guy was the valedictorian of his high school class. He is smart. He is responsible. He is uh, accountable. His work ethic is top-notch. And for me, I think you are ultimately going to need both running backs, Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. But um, who do I think is going to be the starter? Probably Melvin Gordon, unless injuries aside, because money talks and everything else walks. And here's something else, John, and I know you're not going to like this answer, but you're a reasonable mind. Reasonable minds always prevail. Graham Glasgow and Dalton Reisner each struggled with injuries last year, and I'm hoping that they can both play very well. But there's not a left guard coming up behind Dalton Reisner. Dalton Reisner right. doesn't have to worry about anything like that. Heck, Graham Glasgow doesn't have anything to worry about. His contract solidifies his year, at least through this year, uh, before the Broncos would have to potentially move on next year and eat a little bit of cap. So mm-hmm. it's nothing against Graham Glasgow's play. I feel like and I wonder if Graham Glasgow could be the victim of being, you know, bad luck, man. I don't know if an injury is going to bite him and nag him and then enter another player. Heck, I know Lloyd Cushenberry is getting tested right now by Quinn Miners. I know that. But at the same time, folks, it's going to take this young man a considerable amount of time between one and two seasons. I'm baking on one, not two, because I've loved him since January, long before any of y'all loved him. I'm going to get my <laughs> Stephen A. Smith on right now. Um, but it's just one of those things for me, man, where mentally he's got to go ahead and progress at the NFL level, and he will. But So I expect Lloyd Cushenberry to be the center. What happens if the right guard goes down? Well, you've got a player in Quinn Miners that can play right guard. You've also got a beast in Natani Moody, who I know that you like a lot as well. Um, Depth on the offensive line now. These are good problems to have, and that was such a great question, Naj. I appreciate that so much. But when I'm starting to look on that, um, I also think about linebackers a little bit. And this is a great transition into I'm going to go ahead and and say one of our players, because we both agreed on this guy. Yeah, we both Um, have him here. We both have him here, and I think linebacker is a position of concern for the Denver Broncos. Don't get me wrong. Josie Jewell, absolutely love what he did last season. Surpassed all expectations. The guy came in lighter. He was trimmer. He improved, but he still lacks in pass coverage. The same can be said for Alexander Johnson. The man is a beast. He stuffs the run. Uh, He's a downhill linebacker that is tougher than snot. And I absolutely love him, man. And and it's just one of those things. He struggles as well. And when you have two inside linebackers, John, that cannot move very well sideline to sideline, 
that's where teams are going to strike in the middle of the field. And Manny, I see you saying, what's up? I agree. Y'all see where we're going, especially our guy, pal. So John and I both agreed another rookie who we think can make an immediate impact. Baron Browning, hear me out. And then I'm going to let you get to your piece on Baron Browning. I am in no way, shape or form saying that Baron Browning is going to surpass Alexander. Don't call me AJ Johnson or the outlaw Josie Jewel in training camp. It's not going to happen. No, no, no. But I think that Baron Browning is going to immediately start contributing on special teams. He's going to be asked to be on kickoff coverage. You're going to see Baron Browning on punt, punt return, kick return. You're going to see Baron Browning start to improve these special teams. You're going to see the depth of these rookies. Heck, they got a couple of safeties. John, what do you think they're going to be doing? Just sitting around on the sideline? No. You're going to have maybe the youngest special teams unit in the NFL. There's a hot take for you. Heck, maybe that's an article I'll write up next week on milehighhuddle.com because this team, John, is not only one of the youngest teams, but special teams is something that has sucked for the Denver Broncos. Heck, since the year 2000, go back and look at it. It's just kind of a weird uh, twist of fate. But the Broncos have been Super Bowl ready, and when you're Super Bowl ready, teams kind of break apart. So you look at 97-98. Whoa, we got some crazy audio going on here, John. What are you you doing, John? I'm trying to to do a little bit of both ends. want to get the super sticker from Broncos 17, so keep talking a little bit. I'm going to get that super sticker. And now we got like zombie voices and stuff coming through the door. Uh, You know how it works. No, let's get to guys, though, and I see a pal agreeing with me. our pal with Glasgow. Uh, but as we start talking about Baron Browning, man, I think, and you and I talked about it, peek behind the curtain before the show. I expect Baron Browning to make, you know, plays on the special teams. I don't care if that's a tackle, staying in your lane, um, holding, because every holding happens on every play in the yeah. NFL. Uh, and you got to hold a few guys down, whatever that is. I need him to do it. And he is going to do it, Broncos country. Make no mistake. John, this is a guy that uh, never got his due after being, you know, one of the most highly recruited high school linebackers in the country. He goes to Ohio State. They move him around. Heck, you know, he he was moving around so much, man. He was traveling. He thought he was playing basketball. It's just one of those things, man, where they did him an injustice by constantly moving him in and out. But to his credit, it shows that he's a team player. It shows yeah. he's going to do what's asked of him, even if that means sacrificing for the entire team. I see Baron Browning coming out there, and if he's not going to start, then he's damn well going to get his nose in there, tackle, and possibly get the football. want to get this super chat real quick from Broncos 17-0. He's thanking us. Well, thank you for the $10 super chat. Really appreciate that. Hey. You're in here always, uh, you know, donating helping out the community really appreciate uh what you bring here if you have any questions uh that i miss please go ahead and uh let me know is anyone else you know show it out to me so we can get you up there uh yeah, bronco 17 now so thank you yeah <laughs> and real real quick john speaking of that bronco 17 and oh you just anytime i can reference a pat bolin memorial rest in peace to the late great hall of fame i love saying that now mr pat bolin um Pat Bolin would always say, you know, 17 and 0, 16 and 0, whatever that, you know, as the games were added, that's what we're going to go, you know, every season. And when I see Broncos 17 and 0 and I see that orange sunset right there, uh, man, it makes me think of Mr. Bolin, dude. And 
you know, I don't want to get all choked up. I'm a big softy, um, but I, I know, get all, he, uh, you I know, know, it gets me all I know Mr. B, Mr. Gets B me all softy and teary eyed, right? It does. I, yeah. I've noticed. Yeah, you, man, Mr. It's, B, a, it's a touching always, thing for me. And I yeah. didn't know the man, John. I, I was just a pup coming up. And, and when, when I got into this business and, and he was but away he from the public ways, like you didn't, you didn't, he didn't exactly go out of his way he, to help you, but you, you saw his hand and his influence in the people all over the and city. That's huge. I mean, and I still see it and I see it from the children. Now hear me out. Mm-hmm. Um, millionaires versus billionaires. I get it. It's a bad look, but I will say this when I covered the Pat Bowling Memorial, it's, it's the most proudest I've ever been been to cover an event because i watched each single sibling of the bolin family stand and not only handshake but hug and embrace every single member of broncos country strangers that were brought together through a common love of mr bolin and that is powerful um we need more people like mr bolin right now zebulon in the house this one's for pat broncos country's out there as well man we need to make sure that pat bolin although he is gone he will never be forgotten he is also uh immortalized in the pro football hall of fame and I could not be more proud, and I know Broncos country could not be more proud. So regardless of whatever court case and uh, settlement or sale or whatever happens, Mr. Bullen is always going to be the very fabric of the Denver Broncos. As we roll on here on the Mile High Insiders, guys, he is John. John K, Bawana Beast, the man on the ones and twos, whatever you want to call him, call him the money maker because you ask and we deliver, making sure that John is on multiple podcasts. You can find John at John K M H H on Twitter. You can find me at Luke Patterson LP. Get on over to the pod at MHI underscore pod and get on Mile High Huddle at Mile High Huddle. Let's keep it rolling. John, yeah. the, the, the comment chat is popping. We've got each really? one more player to get to. We're going to finish up on Browning. Okay. But the, but the chat is popping, and I want to make sure that we get a few more going before I get your final takes on Baron Browning because I like to open it up, man, because here's the thing, John, I've noticed about you. You're a man of the people. You're a man by the people and a man of the people, and the man of the people – is being asked lots of questions right now. And I want to make sure that we are not letting Broncos country down before we can, you know, end the show. So we'll finish up with Baron Browning. Let's get to a few of these takes, and then we will get to our last rookie of who will make an impact in the 2021 season. Let it rip, John. So for me, I just want to finish up on Browning. The one thing I have to say is, he has all the physical skills, all the tools to make it. Now he just needs to combine all those skills and tools that he has, the athleticism, just with some of the mental uh, aspects of the game. And I think that's why you have to be happy that Coach Fangio is going to be working with Browning just you know beyond you know this season because I do think he's going to be rotating in quite a bit. I think you know you see him sub in for uh, Alexander Johnson, maybe be some more of a blitzer. You know, if things go wrong on outside linebacker and he let's say Browning doesn't heal from his leg injury, which has been going on for a little bit. Still want to learn more about that. Maybe Mm -hmm. he subs in at outside linebacker as well because he has those those skills. I mean, literally, this this man is so athletic. Uh, Really, that's why he he, you know, he went where he went um, because, you know, he he went in the, the last pick of the third round. If his physical skills were combined with his, you know, let's say his mental skills were up with his physical skills. That's a first round pick easily. 
So I'm very happy about him having him in a rotation. As you said, special teams, huge impact there. Didn't think about that either myself personally. So he's going to be in there rotational. He's going to be in there with the special teams, making impact as a gunner, making impact in different ways, as you kept saying. Love that take. And uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly there. Well, and to add to this, think about this too, because as you were as you were just eloquently pointing out that Baron Browning is going to be having his cleats on the grass this fall. Um, he's going to be playing so much. Here's another thing you got to think about if you're the Denver Broncos. You got to always be thinking about the future. Something that George Payton is thinking about right now. He's thinking about the draft next year. He's already got his scouts getting going on it right now. Heck, we got some of our own guys getting on the draft right now. It's absolutely crazy. I will not start it because I have a responsibility <laughs> to cover the regular season. Heck, right. I'm just trying to get to training camp right now, but uh, just shows you the dedication of our staff over here at Maha Huddle getting into the draft. I know Eric gets into it. Nick gets into it. Carl gets into it. Y'all are crazy. Um, Spencer Rattler, I don't even want to hear that name for another, you know, seven we're months. We're not there yet. We're not there. Yeah, no, we're, we're, no, we're, we're not there we're, yet, but hang on real quick. Yeah. If you're the Broncos, you're going to have to pony up the dough for multiple players coming up here. I'm talking Cortland Sutton, number one. It's Alton Reisner. He's going to be wanting to get paid soon. I know that, you know, he's the most charitable guy ever, the greatest guy ever in Colorado, very giving. Check out my article on Dalton Reisner on milehothuddle.com. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. It, it just shows you that Dalton Reisner, the giving nature of his heart, him, him and his soon-to-be bride, right, um, and, and Dalton Reisner, the Reisner Up Foundation. Be sure to go check that out because uh, he's feeding kids. He's making sure they have shirts. He's making sure they have clothes. He's making sure they have a football camp. He's making sure they have everything they need to succeed. And uh, Dalton Reisner, though, he's going to need to get paid, man. And, and Josie Jewell, Alexander Johnson, they're going to want to be paid. Are the Broncos going to want to pay them what they want? Or are they going to settle? I think maybe one of them settles. Definitely not two. And I don't know in which order we can argue that. But start thinking about upcoming contracts, folks, and what that means, too. Because um, they're Josie Jewell, Alexander Johnson, they're done playing on the, you know, the, the contracts they've had with the Broncos. Something to watch out for. Yes, I'm sure George I've Payton's on it. Yeah, I think there's something like 30 players plus that will be up for contracts in some regard or another, restricted free agents, uh, unrestricted free agent. That's a lot of players. That's a huge chunk of your your team. Oh, so the man. Broncos have to get that right as well. As you were saying, maybe they're able to keep one of those linebackers. But, hey, Alexander Johnson, he missed out on his first big contract, if you recall, due to some of his, his issues uh, which weren't really on his on his behalf, but yeah, he was cleared of. I oh mean, yeah, unfortunately, for, took yeah. away took away a huge deal from him. What would have been? Yep, and that is a shame. That's an absolute shame. But you know what? The Broncos they they took a chance on him too, right? You know, and, and, so does and he repay that? Maybe. Uh, yeah, you know that he loves Colorado. You know that he loves biking to work, bicycling to work. He's a mountain man, just like uh, yeah, thirty two free agents. Manny Wise coming in hot. Yeah, Jay, Jay's coming in. It's yeah, saying I, I think we'll be okay with Jewel moving on. I mean, okay again, for Jewel to move on. It's so hard when it comes to linebackers because who saw, you know, my guy Todd Davis leaving? I wasn't the biggest Todd Davis fan in the world, but when they caught him, he was still the leading tackler on the team. 
Um, and before we go much further, Dylan Von Ars coming in, man. He's one of our, our biggest supporters. Be sure to smash that like button, folks. Uh, Dylan, I see you. I see you on Huddle Up Pod. I was doing some catching up the other day when I was doing some work in the garage. So I see you, man. Maybe we're going to have to start opening things up a little bit here on MHI. But here's the thing, guys. I flap my gums enough as it is. I'm sure that it would be hard for you to get a word in. Heck, it's hard for Nick to get a word in, for John to get a, a word in. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I drive this show. I am the captain. Look at me. Right. I'm the captain. Uh, our <laughs> pal coming in saying outside linebacker, something to always take a peek at. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's just thing. That's the thing. Outside linebacker from Ohio State, man. I love Baron Browning when I got to scout him down at the Senior Bowl. Um, I love his attitude. I love his want to. He knows his why. He comes from a good family. Um, nothing but good things out there. Farm Buckeye Nation, so shout out to Ohio State because we got a couple of them. But let's get to Dave from Georgia because, Dave, I know you're out there. You're hot. You're excited about the Broncos, hopefully getting off to a hot start, at least in training camp here in a couple of weeks. So, Dave, I appreciate your support. John appreciates it. My high huddle appreciates it here on MHI on your Saturday night. John, Dave's, Dave's coming in hot with the combo of PS2 and Baron Browning will earn more playing time than people think let them hate and i i absolutely love it because that is a that's a good take man and i like that dave because a lot of people are starting to sleep on the baron browning because of the injury and here's the thing with the injury now john i don't know who to believe who to trust because who would have thought that tom brady was out there playing with a whacked out knee winning super bowls going to different teams um now i know he's tom brady and i'm not comparing baron brownie to tom brady because that doesn't even make sense but it's just like what's the significance of that knee injury we will never know until he gets on the playing field and um either plays re-injures it can't play um is playing on one leg like we've seen guys do heck like noah fant who got to play on one leg all of last year can't wait to see what he can do with two in his year three because the man is an absolute beast but dave i absolutely love it the combo of ps2 and browning so let's say um john injuries a 100 fact in the nfl so let's say one of the starting linebackers goes down. Knock on wood, I do not hope that happens because the Broncos have had a terrible string of luck and they're finally starting to get depth. And we need Alexander Johnson and Josie Jewell to play very well and something I, I think they'll do. But one of them gets hurt. Baron Browning gets the step up. The rook is in there and he's trying to, his head is swimming. But you know what? He's got another rook off to the side of him, just a few feet over on Travis Kelsey. Um, Man, they might get beat a few times, but you know what? They're going to learn from those times. These are guys that are cerebral. These are guys that are going to be in the film room. You got Ed Donatel and Pastor Tan. Say no more. I'm signed up. Uh, I believe in that couple. But then you've got the evil genius with the linebacker guy and Vic Fangio, something that I will not take away from that man because that man knows linebackers. He hasn't had a lot to play with, folks. I know that we love Josie Jewell. I know we. I could give a rip about the Alexander Johnson dinosaur dance. I hear you. I'm tired of it. It's played out. Um, Baron Browning, is he the linebacker? Justin Sternad, is that he the linebacker safety? Is, is Vic Fangio finally starting to get some young linebackers that he can mold? 
That's a great question. And Dave, I see you. I absolutely love that because that's the circumstance that is very likely because injuries happen, John. And you can very well see PS2 and Baron Browning through circumstance or through play uh, at some point this season. Will it be the first five games? Probably not. But eventually, we all hope to see PS2 and Baron Browning and if we're see, and if we're seeing them on the field that you know um hopefully again if it's not from injury that means that their play has been has really they're stepped up well. yeah. yeah they're really stepping up and i expect you know again um does does browning take over us over sternod i think if it's johnson who gets hurt yes immediately that is going to be uh that that will be browning if jewel gets hurt i don't know if sternod takes over for that position just because it is such a mental aspect of the game. And I think Browning needs that additional year. But again, with his time off, you're he's right. Learned a ton. You're right. Fangio. And does. again, like you were saying, he, he wants to put it in the work. So I think, you know, when he didn't have the ability to put in the work physically, he put in all the work he needed to do mentally. So at this point, I think they both could, if no matter how they get in there, if they were to play together, I think they're going to be coached up properly with the, with the coaches they have. And you're going to see these two uh, develop in the proper manner if the coaching staff is to be successful in, in everything, essentially. Well, and he- I see a Sua Cravens comment in here from Cliff. Oh, no. Sua the Kelsey stopper Cravens laugh out loud. It's hype. I remember that, man. Cliff, I totally remember that. And uh, that was tough, the Sua Cravens thing, right? Like, that's supposed to be the hottest thing, man. Something why I liked our guy, what, Isaiah Simmons, when he came out in the draft a couple years ago, the Cardinals grabbed. And, um, man, that's a gnarly combination, a linebacker slash safety hybrid Justin Sternad, I know my guy Lance and I were yelling at each other on the <laughs> NFL draft because he's like, Justin Sternad is coming back. I'm like, yeah, but what has he done? You know, like injuries are a big deal for me, man. Like this team is banged up enough as it is. Just like I go after Bradley Chubb for those injuries, I go after a rookie or an undrafted guy. Cobra Commander coming in here. Let's see this one. For everyone on here who doesn't hit that like button, the Broncos lose the game. I believe in hexes, Cobra. I really do. Not hexes per se. I'm not like into witchcraft. Help me, Tom Cruise. (laughs) Witchcraft. I'm not into any of that, man. But I do believe in superstition, John. I do. I'm not the baseball guy, so I don't do the rally cup. If I was a baseball guy, I probably would. Um, Kane loving that Cobra Commander. What's up? Um, But, John, before we get on to too much more, final segment of the show, and I want to open it up again because we've got great chat. You got one more player. Now, I give, I've given you mine, right? And we've shared mm-hmm. a couple with Pastor Tan and Baron Browning. Um, my guy, Javante Pookie yeah. Williams is also one of my guys. But you got another player that we haven't talked about, a player that uh, is a great transition over from Baron Browning. Why is that, John? Why is this Baron Browning guy also connected to this other rookie? We're talking about outside linebacker Jonathan Cooper. That's why both from Ohio State taking, you know, a little bit different positions. But, uh, you know, Cooper was taken in the seventh round to pick 239. He is a huge physical guy, 6'3", has a ton of power, can really convert that to, uh, you know, convert that to his power to really make plays. Um, You know, the one thing that people think is the reason he fell was a heart condition. I I have it here called Wolf um, Parkinson's 
yeah. white syndrome. And I, I know we have uh, Jay as one of our who's in here all the time. He actually says he has it um, and, you know, he's had mm. procedures with it. So I really want to talk to Jay about that one time a little bit more. But yeah. besides no. that, who do you see? Uh, I'm going to ask you like otherwise. Coop. You like Coop. I like Coop, man. I got to see Coop. Who do you got over him? Who do you do you have anyone over him for that uh, fourth part? I mean, is Tuska is Tuska someone you think can finally take over? He's given a year to have his body grow. Is it time? Is is it gonna happen? All right, here's the thing, man. And I like to Derek Tuska a lot. Uh, Mike S coming in. What's up, Mike? I see you in your crimson side. I know you're pumped about uh, all these Bama players coming in here. Um, Peter Middleton, I see. Uh, hang on just a second, pal. Um, here's the thing with Coop and Tuska. I like Tuska a lot so much that, you know, I, I pegged him as one of my players. I wanted the Broncos to draft. Uh, in the Shrine Bowl down in Tampa two years ago. So I got to talk to Tuska. absolutely loved him, saw him up close, was right there shoulder to shoulder with Bronco Scouts. So it was cool to see them, uh, you know, pick a player that I liked. Here's the thing with Tuska. He's so thin, man. He is so thin. I think he probably has a hard time putting on weight because he has that just monster strength length and it's hard for guys i I, tyler palumbus talks about it all the time right orlando franklin you know he's talked about it too it's hard for guys to put on weight like that and um this is a league where you there's only one von miller john there's only one gumby and then yeah, he's not Khalil. a Gumby kind kind of player. No, he's, he's not going to be bendy. You know, no. he's going to be trying to win with gr- solid technique and leverage. And, and, and leverage. Yes. So again, winning leverage, as you were just saying, that's huge. That's yeah. what he has to do, and then win on you know a finishing move that he has to develop. But still, he has all those kind of uh, needs to to make that. And I'm not worried about his heart condition, to be honest, either. No, I'm not either. And it's something Mike Kliss has talked about a lot too. And I trust him. Mike a lot and I've talked to Mike um it, it's something I'm not too worried about and the Broncos aren't worried about either obviously they're concerned um but you can't move Tusk at an inside linebacker Mr. Pell and here's why um he, he's so damn tall and it's not his game he can't yeah. move lateral either he's a, a pass rusher he's definitely not a run stuffer with you know having that those weight um limits if you will because the guy is so so lean and um fit i mean the the guy looks like a greek god i'm sure he's got uh tons of admirers all over twitter you know and lots of followers just for that uh aspect but that's a good competition right there i think between jonathan cooper and Derek tusca i think in the end jonathan cooper would beat out Derek tusca in that competition so Derek tusca could be fighting for his job uh, it's interesting when, you know, you do have Bradley Chubb and Von Miller out there. Hopefully that's great. You got Malik Reed as another option, but you know what? It's time for the Broncos to take another option on the other side too. And, uh, Peter Middleton saying, what's up? Enjoying you guys. But here we go. We're in the final 10 minutes. We got to Coop and speaking of Coop, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about that video after he was drafted, right? Of all the neighborhood kids coming out, man, like that's, that's what's up, right? In a world of negativity and a world of us fighting on Twitter and all kinds of garbage in our lives and stress that doesn't matter. You see the neighborhood kids coming out to embrace this young man. Who's a beast of a young man. He's a defensive end at uh, Ohio state. He's just an outside beast at the linebacker position when he stood up 
and he's being embraced by the neighborhood kids who love him and his family, uh, him and his family who love them. How can you not like and want to root for Jonathan Cooper? Some chills because, you know, I know one thing that the Broncos have to take pride in is their off-the-field work, and I think they're always uh, up for awards for that, and I think that's where, again, Cooper fits in. That's one thing that I think the Broncos are looking for out of their players now is uh, let's make sure these guys are good for the community, Um, and I I believe the Broncos roster and locker room it has that ability, which is great. And in my personal opinion, that was, that was a great moment and, and uh, really makes made it stand out. And you really hope that he can pull through for all those friends of his and in the neighborhood. So um, yeah, I got one last one here going uh, before we get some, maybe some additional questions as yeah. we're getting out of here. I know a little pushed back. We can go a little bit over if there's some quite, you know, good questions out there. Uh, my last player that I think can make an impact, and take a position away, actually, as well as we were talking about earlier, possibly, um, is Kerry Vincent Jr., the seventh-round pick from LSU, pick 237, taken much later than I think we all anticipated. Uh, I, I heard from many people, you know, fourth, fifth-round kind of player, and that's because he has mm. all these talents, all this talent in the world in terms of his athletic ability, very smooth hips, has that ability can definitely play would be for the Broncos inserted at the nickel position. But um, the big thing with him was, you know, maybe he wasn't paying attention mentally. He kind of made those, uh, you know, decisions where maybe he didn't want to tackle so much. It it really was one of those things where maybe there was a, a lack of effort or something along those lines. And the big thing for me here is I'm worried about a Sane Bassey. I don't think he's going to be ready for the Broncos in training camp in time. I think he's going to be eventually pupped or even IR put on the IR to keep him retain him for another year. I mm. think those are possibilities for him just because of that knee injury. When it occurred, I, I believe that's what you have to do uh, with, with, with this situation. And I think you're getting someone great in, in Vincent jr. Who can become a special teams player as well. If he's willing to do the special teams work by, by all means, he can definitely make an impact on this team as well with his speed. With, you know, we don't have an official 40, unfortunately, uh, with the way things were this year. But, you know, hey, I'm going to interrupt right there. Go the ahead. guy was a track star, John. So yes. You don't have to worry about Kerry Vincent Jr. speed or 40. The man was a track star, all American, I think, even. Um, Kerry Vincent Jr. was on my radar as well because not only is he a track star, but he's a track star and a cornerback that can run backwards, uh, probably just a tick under as fast as he can run forwards. So uh, I, I hopefully put Kerry Vincent Jr. Best case scenario, maybe he's your Tyreek Hill guy. Because here's the thing when I'm starting to think about Tyreek Hill. How do you cover Tyreek Hill? You don't. You just try to limit him a a little bit. Um, It's just, for me, one of those things here. When you see Tyreek Hill, can you jam him so much that he cannot get his route going within that first five yards? No, because he's so shifty that DBs can't get their hands on him. Uh, as soon as he gets a little bit of momentum, he's gone. Maybe if you do have a Kerry Vincent in, in, Jr. in there one day, not initially, but one day, because I think Bryce Callahan, if he can be healthy, can definitely see um, hopefully a, a budding middle resurgence to his career because john he was on his way to a pro bowl season uh no doubt and i've been harder on bryce callahan than anybody i actually got to talk to bryce callahan in one of the press conferences a few weeks ago and i love his attitude wrote up a piece about him 
and he's tired of it too, man. And it's something where he's been snake bitten by injury, but the league doesn't care about that. And the league wait, waits for no one. Kerry Vincent Jr., a solid prospect. And here's another thing, John, special teams. I know no one likes it because it's not sexy, but speed. You can't coach speed if you have got Kerry Vincent Jr. out there. I know I'm thinking about him as a possible returner. Why mm-hmm. not? Uh, you know, hey, can you catch? Hey, can you gun? I know you're small, but guess what? Fangio ain't going to let you on the field unless you tackle. Um, you know, talk to our guy, Michael Ojemudia, about that. Uh, something I don't understand. You and I always talk about mm-hmm. this because we feel like he got a bad rap last year. And he was a player I had concerns about. But that guy is one of the smartest corners, I think, young young corners in that room other than Pastor Tan. Don't sleep on Michael Oshimudia, but I absolutely love the Kerry Vincent Jr. Uh, selection for a possible rookie to make an impact on 2021. And guys, we're a few minutes away, so this is, a time, this is a time where I just want to open it up for just a few last minutes. And let's start it out with uh, Mr. Asthma Spray. What's up? 3 a.m. in Germany. This podcast is better than coffee. Man, I don't know about that. Y'all are putting us on that pedestal, but thank you so much. It's 3 in the morning in Germany, John. It's 3 in the morning. Well, we got our our boys and gals out there. We got two from Germany right now. Uh, We got two. Cobra Cambodia. Yeah, and Cambodia and Peter Milton. Um, So we got um, Aspen Spray. First of all, uh, I I know you've been around in the community and never really spoken too much. I really appreciate you being able to, you know, reach out, uh, kind of get in there, start speaking, you know, whatever, if you have questions, anything like that, would love to answer those for you. I know it's 3 a.m. in Germany. So uh, we usually kind of speak on, um, you know, kind of watching some of the players game, honestly. So it's, it's fun to do that. Yeah. So we, we've, that had some good times and I really do appreciate that. Um, So we have two people from Germany. I know Cobra just left. So thank you to Cobra as well. I can't believe how it shows how much the state of being, it's not just call, you know, outside of Colorado. I mean, we're talking Canada. We're talking so many different places. It's, it's amazing. The state of being talking the whole world, the whole world, Craig, not the whole world. Um, Yeah, no, it's just one of those things, man. And that was an excellent thing that you just said. And I want to reiterate that. I want to go back for a second because you said it's great for you to pop on the chat. Folks, if you're ever nervous about popping on the chat, do not fear because there is no such thing as a wrong take. There is no such thing as being right 100 percent uh, the time in Broncos country. And you know what? This show doesn't tolerate any uh, name calling, negativity, bullying, any of that stuff. And we've got our MHH community. We don't have to monitor that stuff, John. I know you're on the ones and twos quite a bit, but we've got a community with community standards and uh, those things matter to us. So get on there, fire away a comment and let us know, Hey, it's your, it's my first time comments, you know, do the radio thing, right? right? Also involved in a little bit of radio on the side. And, uh, what's that? That's always the first thing, right? Yeah. Hey, you know, Hey Stan, long time listener, first First time caller. We can do that here too, because I want to make sure that you guys we're paying the same respect that you pay us, which is time. And it's something I talk about in every episode, whether or not you can give us monetary donations, that's irrelevant. We appreciate we appreciate them, and they do very much support us in doing what we do. But time, John, time is the most valuable thing that we have in this life. And for anybody that is willing to give me just a second of their time, I owe it to them to give it back. I know that you do. Nick does. Chad does. All of our co-hosts do on MHH. Uh, and it's just been 
it's been a blast this show with you, man. We need to do yeah. some more. I know Nick's going to be uh, out of the office, if you will, for a few more dates, having some Roby right. days, if he, if you will. But before we get on out of here, let's get to a few more of the folks because guys and gals have been eagerly waiting, and I don't want to keep them waiting too much longer. Aaron Lynch coming in with a generous $5 super. Thank Thanks you so much, Aaron. I hope you and your uh, family are having a great summer. Hey, guys, I missed the discussion tonight, but here's a beer for you. Cheers, MHH friends. Hashtag scope rocks. Cheers, guessing, but with the water. Yeah, I got water. <laughs> I got a, I got a water here too. But uh, you know, scope Broncos. I'm thinking we got a buff in the house. Yes, we do. There. Oh, it took me a second to get. As you I know, like I'm, I'm a CU buff as well. So. I know it. I, I lived in Boulder. My wife, my wife was a buff, and uh, I lived in Boulder for three years. So a few different spots. So I know Boulder very well, and yeah. I've had a little too much fun in Boulder at certain times in my <laughs> life. But hey, man, that's what life is about. And uh, positivity, Aaron. We appreciate your positivity. Yes. And, and here's the thing, brother. You did not miss any part of the discussion because you can always check this out on YouTube if you wanted to hear some of the questions that were being asked or watch them, if you will. I know a lot of folks like to watch stuff, just like I'd be watching, you know, Joe Rogan. I'd be watching Dave Chappelle on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I watch everything on YouTube these days, man. Hoarders. I got a thing for hoarders right now just because I'm just like fascinated that people can keep that much crap. But I'd be watching it on YouTube, John, and that's something you can always catch us at and you can always get at us on Spotify. Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. So you miss nothing. And you're also not going to ever miss anything, regardless of when this show ends or starts, because we are available. You can DM all of us at Mile High Huddle. Please do ask whatever questions you'd like. Heck, if you just want to say hello, say hello, because we love uh, chatting with folks, whether or not it's about the Denver Broncos and the Super Bowl that they are going to win or the starting quarterback that they're going to get or go with. And John, it's been fun, man. It's 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 starting to get that time. And yes, uh, here we go. We got rookies. We got lots of rookies with lots of potential. We've gone over lots tonight. But and, uh, someone hit us at the horn. Kane Dawson with a two dollar super. Right as we're starting to get you know things winding down. This has been a great podcast tonight, fellas. Well, hey, Kane, you always contribute to this conversation when you're making comments with other people you don't understand how much that helps us uh be able to speak with the fans you really you know you're here daily with us so i appreciate uh you coming out here kane and again just taking the time i really do yeah kane man you appreciate it i see you too and here's the thing man i'm such a like uh a podcast and like radio junkie that i'm i'm listening to stuff i'm getting caught up on even our own shows so i see you guys on all the other shows as well anytime i can interrupt and ruin one of their shows i try to (laughs) but chad's chad's starting to block me out of those rooms now so i can't just drop in and sabotage a show because i will i'll I'll take over and we'll get mhi all over uh you know seven days a night but here here Here's the thing, guys. You can catch MHH and all of our content, all of our shows, every single day of the night. You're going to have the Huddle Up Boys coming at you tomorrow. John's also involved in tons of content, so please be sure to get it, John, with any questions you have about MHH. If you'd like to be a part of the community, how you can get swag. I know John knows all those answers, just like I do, and all the rest of our hosts and writers. So here we go. Dylan Von Ark's also saying, hey, guys, great conversation as always, everybody. But the biggest thing you can do to help us support, make us uh, make us happy and hit that little like button 
on the way out because a little bit goes a long way and a little bit of love goes a long way. So give us the subscribe, the subscription, the like, the share, get those little thumbs up. But guys, like always, get at us, man. That's the biggest thing. I love rapping with everybody. You don't need to yes. donate money to ask questions on this show ever. You don't need to uh, buy a sweatshirt or a hat or any of that stuff. All you got to do is show up and ask, man, and fire away. That's how I grew up listening to radio. Um, I wish I had a live stream that I could just type in some questions, you know, and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And I actually used to. You're a witness to that. I used to interrupt the other shows and then was told not to anymore. Even <laughs> chat, even, you know, as a user, because um, I'm always watching, too. So, yes. guys, we appreciate it so much. Subscribe, like, and share. Remember, this is Maha Insiders. You can catch us every Saturday night at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. I will be out of the office next week, but you're going to have, uh, I think it might be John and Chad or Nick and Chad. Either well, way, this show will be will going. See. John will be involved either way because John's yes. the man behind the scenes. And anytime we can get John in front of the camera, we do it. He's starting to like it. And uh, I, I know it because initially it was like, you know, pulling teeth to get John there. Now I get John to admit mhi is the best one i can't wait to get him back on mhi as soon as he's uh he's here but guys that's gonna do it he's john k mhh get at him on twitter i'm at luke patterson lp this was mile high insiders and uh be safe be good and as always go broncos go broncos <laughs>